0: Oh my God. No, <laughs> oh, welcome to tonight's episode of Lawfully
1: Chaotic. I am here with my my arcane scholarly friend, Jason Baldrick of the T T R P G uh T T R P G Academy. <laughs> That's a
0: lot
1: of fucking nerd. I love
0: it. A lot of letters.
1: <laughs> the wizard is never a nerd. He is precisely a nerd when he claims to be a nerd. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, welcome to episode twenty-three, of Lovely Chaotic. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Of all, yeah, of all. we're Are actually we going to
0: focus on that again.
1: Yes, we haven't uh, we haven't ranted about D and D last week sauce this week pipe <laughs> week. Indeed, the last of the old Toby. I'm the Shia.
0: Ground um, up of uh, ground up from Young Tobies. Grand-
1: <laughs> uh, congrats, Paradox! <coughs> you win. You and three miles were in before the count. Uh, but yep. Paradox, you just edged out on the top of the uh, the chat. So again, send me your freaking info so I could send you free shit. Yep. DM me on Instagram, please, yep. or just put it in. Well, no, it's not a private chat. <laughs>
0: DM manage. Or Instagram. you can if you're in my Discord, you can send it to me and then I'll forward it. Send it to it Jason. To, he will yeah, and I there can you forward go. it to Brian. There you go.
1: Um, yeah, so <laughs> we're gonna talk about d and D. There's a couple more unearthed Arcana um, releases out. Um, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what's going on at Watsy and and still the kind of the nuclear winter of the uh, the whole one D <laughs> thing yeah. and, uh, and yeah. the OGL thing. Um so, uh, yeah, welcome and uh, thanks for joining us
0: again. Yeah, I know um, that Baldur's Gate 3 has got everybody distracted right now because it dropped yeah, today, so yeah, I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like when Zelda <laughs> dropped last month, everybody's like, Zelda, 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 um, yeah, um, Jason, you got any announcements before we start? I don't think Um, I, have, I don't my, I have any.
0: Uh, my first city guide is up on the RPG, and oh. co, including one yep. of uh, well, the latest, um. Uh, occult guides as well on the rpg and co Um, i'm having a lot of fun with Candel obscura i just wrapped up a game today um, and the thursday group is doing pretty well it's 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 really 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 fun um i do have a couple new tables that i'll be getting ready for the fall a couple replacement tables as well so just trying to balance you know running 12 games a week with Trying to write content at the same time. So just, you know, the normal stuff. The little stuff. The little things.
1: All right. Well, stop slacking and uh, get some shit done, <laughs> would you? Um, no, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've, that that is my announcement, too, is, yes, uh, those items are both in the uh, shop at PlayRPGandCo.com. So check that out. Uh, the City Guide, I did start to read through it. Freaking awesome, dude. I can't Isn't wait that to cool? see more of those. Yeah.
0: I, and that was a rabbit hole for me, like... I was like, you know what? I want to build a culture system. Yeah. I was like, well, if it's got culture, I got to build like, um, I got to build like, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, like <laughs> parades and, and like, uh, you know, fairs and festivals. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to give it like calendar events. And I just found like every time I crawled out of the, out of the one rabbit hole, I found another one. And I couldn't resist. I just, I kept, I kept adding to it and kept adding to it and kept adding to it. And I was just like, before long, it went from, it was meant to be just a, like a little 15 page compendium for anyone to pick up and add a major city to their campaign or adventure. And it turned into like 33 pages. 35. Is it 35? It is 35
1: pages. And because of that, I just want to warn you, everybody, if you go to the shop, it is a premium item because that's what so is more expensive. This one costs three ninety nine <laughs> instead of two ninety nine. So you're gonna have to take a crowbar to that pocketbook. And uh, yeah,
0: no. Yeah, but my is- uh, my occult adventures go for two ninety nine. My towns and village supplements go for a dollar ninety nine, and then my city guides are gonna go for three ninety nine. I'm trying to develop third-party content that's like super affordable yeah yeah like really easy for folks to use yeah, and, i'm not that's why know. my
1: magic item volume my tome of arcanum volumes are uh it's a subscription model and it's a hundred dollars a month <laughs> <laughs> but all that is is no, i'm just kidding i think mine okay boomer like, mine are like <laughs> mine, <laughs> mine are like $2.99 anyway go to the shop check them out because it's really it's really some awesome uh, content. Uh, yeah, it is. They are they're really awesome. Three miles. Um, Jason's done a really good job putting those together. So anyway, that's the announcement. Check it out. Let's start talking about D and D. Go. <laughs> <laughs> First off, the goddamn druids. Let me start there.
0: I know I, I would think that you'd be kind of relieved that druids are getting. Oh, are we actually starting with druids? Well, I Hold mean, on. wait. Well, oh. I kind of. I kind of want to focus on an obvious thing about the unearthed arcana re- revamp that they're currently going through. They're going through this prolonged post-trauma watsy environment, right? Um, I don't know if they've actually nerfed anything at all. I don't think they've nerfed anything. To be, I forgot be about
1: something. uh Oh, what? I have a surprise for tonight. Oh yeah, what's the surprise? Do that do it for ten minutes before we get into it, or ten?
0: Yeah, minutes? let's do it. Yeah, because. I've kind of set up uh, tonight to talk about the lack of DM stuff. Okay, um, and and how nothing's really getting nerfed, and just how much they're drawing this out. What is that D and D Trivial Pursuit? Where the hell did you get that from the stores?
1: Got it from the stores. Uh, Yeah, I figured um... (laughs) the brain cell Barbie. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, the hysterical. surprise is I did see Barbie, and my next <laughs> character is going to be a uh, Hollywood glamstress, <laughs> multi-class. Uh, yeah, I figured I'd pick up Trivia Pursuit. I did read a couple of reviews, and the que- some of the questions are supposedly pretty hard. So it's not like one of those, you know, you and I would be bored off our asses. The categories right, right. are magic and miscellany, history, monsters, dungeons and adventures, characters, and cosmology. Alex. So, I cosmology? figure we could. Cosmology, Alex. So, oh, I figure we funny. could. Uh, we I have not looked at any of these yet. So, we can all answer these. Not looked at any answers. So, um, looks like it's the four of us. So, why don't we <laughs> ask some questions here for ten minutes. I'm going to put ten minutes on the clock. And the winner will receive a free t-shirt. Oh, that's funny. If you give me your goddamn address information. <laughs> Hold on. Where's my stopwatch here? Timer. Ten minutes and go. All right. Um, Jason, you pick the first. Uh, you pick the first topic. Again, we've got magic and miscellany, history, monsters, dungeons and adventures, characters, and cosmology.
0: Let's do characters.
1: Okay. Wait. Quit. What, what color is that? That is blue, for four hundred. In Dragonlance, the Sylvanestri and Qualinestri are what type of humanoids? Elves. Congratulations! You have four hundred dollars <laughs> in the bag. Okay, that was not a stumper. Okay? <laughs> uh, all right, three miles. What? Uh, no paradox. What? Uh, what? Uh, uh, what topic do you want? Once again, the topics are magic and miscellany, history, monsters, dungeons and adventures, characters, and cosmology. Actually, one of you, Three Miles or Paradox, whichever so one of you give me a, uh, a topic. Whichever one of you wants to go first. Dun, 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 dun. Come on, wake up, this is dead air, otherwise I'm going to pick it. <laughs> All right, I'm picking it. Let's do History. In what year was the game Dungeons & Dragons originally published? Vico Valenos, <sighs> Hey, Gary, what's up? Uh, shit, I'm actually... Wait, okay, so this is Dungeons & Dragons, not Chainmail.
0: Right, this is what was originally published. I'm going to say uh, 1970, Alex. 1974! Uh, yeah, I was going to say 73 or 74. All right.
1: Because I um, believe
0: that was when... I mean, technically, I have, I have one of the first ones that they published on my yeah. shelf, so... Yeah. I think it wasn't... Maybe
1: Chainmail was 70. Chainmail was like 68 or 69. Ah, uh, okay.
0: Yeah, like, it's um, all... That That was the original just tabletop game
1: that oh, they gotcha, went gotcha, with gotcha. at okay. first. Uh, okay. Okay, uh, Three Miles, Cosmology, or 300. The influence of which plane of existence can transform true dragons into shadow dragons? Say that again? The influence of which plane of existence can transform true dragons into shadow dragons.
0: It's the Shadowfell, isn't it?
1: I would I would assume, I would say Shadow Fell, and yeah. Shadow Fell from Three Miles. Shadowfell. Shadow Dragons were either born in the Shadowfell or transformed from years confined there.
0: Yeah. All right, I love the Shadowfell. I gotta. I do my too. Sun, my my Sunday group is currently in the Shadowfell right now.
1: Yeah, my I gotta say that's my uh, that's my jam too. Um, okay, nice. Um, who's next? Uh, Paradox or get or Ugrun? One or two or
0: Ugrun? I Ugrun, love that, Ugrun? Ugrun? Ugrun cracks me
1: up. Ugrun, give give topic. <laughs> You guys get like three seconds or five seconds. Well, they got a I...
0: ten-second delay in the in the. Oh, Twitch they do. Oh, oh, yeah. It's okay. not as quick as you think.
1: All right, then we'll sit here for ten seconds. <laughs> monsters. Monsters. Which one is monsters. Monsters is orange. Kenku, a type of feathered humanoid, are capable of flight. True or false?
0: Ooh, that's one of those newer ones. I know. I'm not uh. sure if I know if Kenku or... I. I say false.
1: I am going to say false. I'm fairly certain. I think so. only the Cocras are the ones that... False, that false. It is unanimous, false. The Kenku are wingless. Yes. All right.
0: They're also useless and annoying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, until Paradox gives me a topic, Jason, will go back to you. Once again, uh, the topics are... Magic and miscellany. It's magic. Magic okay. and
0: miscellany. All right.
1: Which school of magic is protective in nature, used to create magical barriers or banish creatures to other planes?
0: Um, say you again? It can't be that obvious.
1: Which school of magic is protective um, in nature?
0: Oh, school. Oh. Banishment is, it's not evocation. It's either, I should know this. You should. Um, Paradox wants history. Abjuration, Ugrin's uh, right. It's abjuration. Yep,
1: that, that is correct. Okay. Abjuration.
0: Paradox is going for history. All right. History for 5,000, 5, Alex. Alex.
1: Abjuration
0: with one less A.
1: A- <laughs> abjuration. <laughs> abjuration. Uh, history. How many booklets shipped in the original 1974 edition of D&D?
0: I think I know that one.
1: I think it's 2,000. How many booklets shipped in the original 1974 edition of D&D?
0: Yeah, I think it's 2,000.
1: 2,000? Right? Yeah,
0: I think so. It's a very small run.
1: No, I think they're saying how many booklets shipped... Oh. Oh, I read that as how many booklets were in the box.
0: Oh no, I'm reading as How many they sh- they 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 ship? Okay, Tribute. three miles
1: says two. Jason says two thousand. <laughs> I'm gonna split the difference and say one thousand. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if it is
0: the number of books, it'd be two. It books. is three. They they oh the the. But I thought the monster because I have all three of those books. But I thought the monster one came out after seventy four. I thought it was just the original. Too, that they
1: i think said, there were some monsters in there there were rules there were
0: the like the player the characters and then it was the monsters now interesting i do i think when i watched the the guy documentary or biography whatever you call it i'm pretty sure um module player's guide and dm's guide the 74 are we talking about the 74 white box
1: well, it just said the original seventy-four boxed edition of D and
0: D. Oh, see, I missed that part. Boxed—that's the white box edition.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, okay,
0: uh, Gary, what's give me a topic
1: after ten seconds? Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to fucking Mars here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mars should be. What, <laughs> it, which uh, one have we not picked yet?
1: So, Gary, we, there's Magic and Miscellany, History, Monsters, Dungeons and Adventures, and Yeah, let's do that one.
0: I don't think we've done Dungeons and Adventures yet.
1: No, and I don't think... Did we do Characters?
0: Yeah, that was the first one I picked.
1: That was uh, okay. the
0: Dragonlance one. Oh, right.
1: All right. Dungeons and Adventures. That is... Okay. What do you call creatures who have a random chance... Oh, my God. A random chance of appearing in a dungeon after an interval of time? or in response to noise or light.
0: Is, is this for, like, kindergarten? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, the reviews I read were like, oh, some of these are even stump OG, you know, like, generational like, They actually like, put the answer partially in the question. I know.
1: <laughs> what do you call wandering monsters that wander around in a wandering fashion? Let's the pick a different the one. Table. Uh, Gary, I'm giving you a different one. Uh, same topic. What do you call adventurers that... Oh, I'm sorry. What do you call adventures that take place above ground as opposed to underground dungeon adventures?
0: What? I think they're referring to wilderness adventures.
1: As opposed to dungeon crawls? Or, yeah. Uh, Gary? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Brian's already regretting starting this nonsense (laughs) Dungeon Crawl and Boring (laughs) Ooh, let me go get my beer I forgot I get to have a beer with tonight's show about my treat my uh, nice little IPA wild range Brewing company nice little beerski I can't hear you anymore Bret your audio's gone can you hear me okay <laughs> <laughs> your red cam won't work if you're muted boomer <laughs> no one can hear you including me. Still can't hear you. (laughs) I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) It's filling your own rant. Still can't hear him. (laughs) I hope it's not me. You can hear me though, right, Bri? Well, I can hear the audio in StreamYard. Uh, No, it should still be okay. You can come back in. Did you check your settings on your StreamYard settings and all that fun stuff? I swear your microphone does this all the time, Brian. Like, you'll get 20, 30 minutes in, that damn microphone just cuts right out. So weird. Oh, that's right. You're on a Mac. You're on a useless computer. Not a good one. Oh, oh, I get to do the show all night now. It's all about me. <laughs> no, I didn't mute him. I should have. <laughs> At least that he wouldn't be, you know, broken. <laughs> yes, I'm uh, drinking this wonderful little IPA. Uh, it is from Wild Range Brewing Company. Um if you're fortunate enough to have an Aldi somewhere, any of he this? Hear you now? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, a wizard is never having uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> he has been precisely what he means to.
0: Well, that's <laughs> talked. God damn it. Ah. All right, hold on. Where's my. Uh... Yes, I did get a haircut. Nice and short for the rest of the summer. Where'd the bubbles go? <laughs> is this a Jason AMA? <laughs> thanks Weathershins. Uh, probably uh, <laughs> uh okay so um
1: let's do a few more because uh, of that technical difficulty where did our uh, bubbles go our name bubbles
0: oh hmm. i'm sure you broke something let me go fix what you just broke and also hold on okay uh, there we go thank you
1: hi <laughs> welcome to season 23 episode 4000 of yeah, where we okay. still
0: keep fucking shit up. <laughs> exactly,
1: right? Uh, Withershins, a new name in uh in chat. Why don't you give us a we are doing um we're doing DD Trivial Pursuit. The topics are magic and miscellaneous, history, monsters, dungeons and adventures, characters, and cosmology. So why don't you give us a
0: topic? and then we'll move on to and then we'll move on,
1: on. yes <laughs> which is why they pulled their their um their their 500k um an episode sponsorship sponsorship from <laughs> us yeah you eh, know easy well, easy, come, lost, easy come easy go okay i'm going to pick one i'm going to pick uh uh magic and miscellany which school of magic manipulates magical energy directly in order to heal or cause damage?
0: Heal or cause damage? That's evocation, isn't it?
1: Um is it
0: evocation?
1: Sure, sounds good. Evocation is correct. Necrotic doesn't heal, Gary. Gah. Yeah, but he's
0: of that older school of Gah. play. <laughs> Okay, last one for as my 20- girlfriend, As my girlfriend always says, can she heal the dead to death? <laughs> if they're undead and she heals them, she feels like she should be able to heal I them. I kind of death.
1: agree with that. Um, it heals them. Uh, okay, last question. Um, oh, here's an interesting one. Uh oh. Uh, what pastel color for early TSR dungeon maps was typically used to impede photocopying them?
0: Oh, I've got a Forgotten Realms book or a Forgotten Realms set that has that that alterca- that alteration, so that um, when you made photocopies, it, the whole thing would black out. And it was an evil trick because you know it would black it out, so your toner cartridge would just be gone. <laughs> So what you was know, the color? You know, it was a killer. Um, I think three miles is right. I think it's brown. I think it's a it's a it's a strange kind of golden brown that they used to put in the background of the manuals.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say like a parchment color. Almost. Yeah, yeah. All right. And the answer is oh, the handout thing that they gave us in elementary school. Oh, that was Mimi that was uh the blue. What was the blue thing? Uh, oh, Scantron.
0: No, the mimeographs. Now, oh well, that fun. that's even before my time there, old man. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm one year <laughs> older than you. Oh, fuck. Oh no, it was blue actually. It's blue. Blue because my Forgotten Realms book they, it doesn't look blue to me in the Forgotten Realms books I have. It looks. It looks I, like a pale brown. Almost. I like thought a it was brown. that too. Yeah. So.
1: Okay. Uh. Well, we, again, will,
0: uh, we Blue on a yellow could look. Uh. You know. Yeah. So yeah, it's weird.
1: All right, well, we will do this again next time. Um, Hopefully the questions get a little tougher. I did not shuffle the decks when I pulled them out of the box, so maybe they're just easy to hard. Actually, here, I'll go to the end. Let's try this. One more, just to see if they... uh... Okay, Um, what's orange? I'm just going to pick one. Monsters. Aladrin are moody and passionate relatives of elves that dwell in which plane of existence? Feywild. Uh, I'm gonna say the Elemental Plane. Nope, you're right, Feywild.
0: Of course, I've got a player who's an Elodrill. Well, good <laughs> for you. <laughs> and she, okay. I don't know if I describe her as moody, but it kind of she's definitely stoic. Stoic.
1: All right. Well, that counts. Um, okay, let's uh, let's bash Watsy. Um Druids suck. So, ditto machines. Thank you, Gary. Yes. Yeah,
0: ditto machines. Yeah, I remember those. Do you? I used to. I remember volunteering to run them on the yeah, crank. And your hands
1: turn all blue.
0: Well, yeah, but the ink made you high. So you're yeah. like sitting there smelling that sour, sweet ink smell. Yeah, and you go back to class all buzzed and blurry-eyed from breathing in the ink. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know if anybody is following up on this this life cycle of D and D's travesty of an attempt. To include the third party world in their evolution of their new upcoming, I I don't even think they have a name for it yet. Like it was D and D one, and then they were calling it sixth edition, then they were calling it five point five. You know, you know and what now I kind of feel like they're, and they're calling doing? Calling it Unearthed Arcana. Uh,
1: well, no, Unearthed Arcana. Okay, so there you go. See, <laughs> um. Unearth Arcana, beyond when it was the original book,
0: okay. Up. Yeah, I agree with you, Ugreen. They they just seem to call it UA now.
1: Well, UA uh, at a certain point in time basically became the like the sandbox testing um, environment for D and D stuff, like any errata or or you know uh, I'll call it homebrew. Um, even if it came from WotC, was always unearthed Arcana, so I think they they have kept that nomenclature um, for some reason. But uh, I don't know. I I kind of get the feeling that, and this may not be a fair assessment. So if you disagree, tell me because I've been I've been really slammed with with uh, other work lately, <clears throat> critical role, um, mm. <laughs> but. Uh, I get the feeling that they're just, they're continuing to put the, these things out. They still have the the feedback surveys, which we all know are, are bullshit. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Uh, are bullshit and go nowhere. And, you know, to your point, and I'm not going to delve on it too much because I know you want to talk about it. This is, it's like, it's like a nip and tuck. It's like a facelift, basically, of... I would not call anything they've done so far a reimagination of the rules. I would call it some nerfs here, some some uh, increases in power here, you know, a little bit of changes with this, a little bit of changes with that. And I don't know at this point if they're just doing it to continue to put out content, while they still enact their evil plan of taking everything digital um, or not right. Um, so I don't know. What's what's your and, – and then I, so, I, don't even, I don't even know if that is an opinion of mine as much as just a, a, a vague assumption.
0: So I'm, I'm very much a visual analytical person. Mm-hmm. So I can't help but notice that when you go to the link in D&D Beyond, mm-hmm. if you go back and look at character origins, expert classes, and cleric, when you click on those three links, it takes you to a video that says one D&D. But if you click on Druid and Paladin mm-hmm. – now everything's being labeled Unearth Arcana.
1: Well, yeah, because they're trying to distance themselves from the fallout of last year. And I think that that uh, the Cleric and Druid one from before was basically kind of the last one before
0: everybody... Well, Cleric and Revised was when they were still thinking with D&D 1. Yeah. And now with the Druid Paladin release, which came out before Playtest 5 and 6... Um, yeah yeah, I would agree with that and that's that's mm-hmm. my that's my big thing. Um, and you know what? I'm glad Paradox brought up Diablo Four because I find that to be a very important comparison to what products look like when they have bad leadership and it's mm-hmm. purely monetized leadership. Diablo Four was having an amazing first season run on their game, but they introduced a second season patch that everybody hates. So now everybody's hating the game. They've moved on to Baldur's Gate, and they're like, fuck Diablo 4. This is what they got to look forward to. And I feel like D&D is doing the same thing. Number one, they can't decide on a name for it. Uh, Number two, they're fixated on character development only. As far as they're concerned, they're fixated on what's going to make them the most money. Which is the fact that ninety percent of the people who play D anD D are players, Mm -hmm. and the other ten percent are DMs and GMs, right? Right. We don't get any, we don't get no love in 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 the in the process of you know uh, whatever the fuck that they're doing out there at WotC, Mm -hmm. Um, and because there's now a clash between the digital space and the table space, right? You've got that fucking moron who's like like fixated on turning D and D into a digital, like yeah. what's PC his, game? I forgot his last Chris. What Chris, Chris Dick whatever. Chris it doesn't dicks. matter. Chris Cox. Um, Chris Cox. I knew that's something <laughs> to do with dicks. <laughs> Fuck if I know it's just, once again, I kind of feel like their whole play. Wizards, bullshit, Wizards hate Cox. Just FYI. <laughs>
1: um,
0: their whole playtest thing is a, it's a scam. It's designed to give us the false impression that they're yeah, listening to us. Yeah, it's designed
1: to mollify people into not berating yeah. them throughout this process. Yeah. And it, that's kind of where skin. I was going. Is, it's like, you know, here's some little crumbs until they basically <clears throat> blow the thing out of the water. Yeah, I'd agree. You know, I mean, you obviously all know my view on the whole digitizing D&D thing. And, you know, contrary to popular belief, I am not against using utilizing technology in the game. Okay. I think a lot of the virtual tabletop setups that are out are fucking fantastic, to be honest, um, especially for remote play, obviously. Um, I agree with her.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, That's absolutely. It's been bothering me for six months now. Yeah. But, been, um, you know, yeah. But um,
1: what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it has been fairly obviously stated uh that they're, they're that they want to turn D into the next world of warcraft basically is that is that fair to say
0: uh, I, I wouldn't want
1: to make the play I,
0: I i wouldn't besmirch world of warcraft with that okay <laughs> Wait, there's no reason to talk down to them i'm not i'm not <laughs> uh, no no world of warcraft was
1: a fantastic product but yeah, d d is not world of work but is it fair to say that that is where they're heading with this
0: i i don't know i think what okay. they're trying well. to figure i think what they're trying to figure out is that if you can have a successful triple a software like baldur's gate
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah well that's a that's a different yeah that's a that that's a development issue that's a that's a vision issue. I mean, if well, you were—it's it's, a—it's a—we ran out of fucking good ideas
1: for content issue. Look yeah. At any,
0: look at any TV show since the streaming era. Yeah. Okay. So, like for me, Watsy is writerless. They don't have good leadership, which is a corporate problem. Yeah. It's not just a Watsy problem. It is a significant corporate problem. Yes. We do not have good moral leadership. In our corporate environments they do not know what morality means it is a profit entity period that's all they care about is profit they don't care about anything else but that and when you watch a company that you're very passionate for and you are very much kind of like uh invested in just make that transition over the past couple years you just watch the bullshit unfold you know you just so I think they're rudderless. I think they keep going back to the drawing board. I think they think Baldur's Gate 3 is gonna be an incredibly successful PC game for them. And somehow that's going to affect their vision. Um, they haven't done anything with D&D Beyond of any significance since they bought it. It's almost like they don't know what to do with it. Um, they keep releasing titles that don't make any sense. like. I've already been playing in the multiverse for years, but they're going to release and expect me to buy a book about the multiverse? Why would I you know, bother? You funny,
1: funny thing, before that whole blow-up, um, I was buying two copies of all the fucking books. The regular one and the alt cover. Even if I yeah. didn't use them. Most of them haven't even cracked open. Right. I have not bought...
0: You just collected them. them for the sake of collecting. Yeah,
1: I have yeah. not since last year. And probably will not continue to do that. I, I think um, I was
0: burnt on Spelljammer. Yeah, that was kind of the culmination
1: of uh, of uh, missing the uh, because
0: I could have just pulled my Spelljammer books off the shelf and used those. There, there I was know. nothing that they had to offer other than they cleaned up some stuff that I wasn't even using, anyways. I know,
1: and I bought. You know, I was already to sensitive.
0: That. You know, I'm already sensitive to that shit. I have the power and the ability to exclude shit that I'm sensitive to. Yeah. I don't need you to rehash a book for the purposes of reminding me I should be sensitive. All right. Yeah. I know I'm sensitive to things because I love my players. I run 12 fucking tables right a week. I'm mm-hmm. aware of what people want and what they want to do. So as I'm watching Watsy just fuck this up, I'm beginning to now. Realize well, it's a leadership problem.
1: Absolutely, and and the the closest thing that they have to somebody at the rudder is Chris Cox, who obviously, given his background, is uh, is naturally going to gravitate towards let's make this digital. That's where the money is. That's when yeah. you can monetize the shit out of something, and people just like you know, give me more. Um, what I what I yeah. the problem that I have or what I see going on is like most things in this world. Uh, everybody's looking for the one answer. What should D&D be? And it can only be one thing. Now, his vision is, let's turn it into a MMO, okay, which completely changes what it is. It may seemingly be a bigger um, cash draw. And, you know, and and I get reminded all the time in my Slack chats that they're running a company. They're not there to... to you know, to care about people's feelings, yada, get yada, yada. Well, yeah, on paper, that's great. But there's the intangible of you do that for too long, you piss off your customers and you're not going to have a company to run anymore, especially with something like this. And we've talked about that. I'm not going to go into all that.
0: Right. nostalgia
1: for the game and shit. But it, 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 it kind of occurred to me um, that that's kind of the same mentality is like, what is D and D going to become? Well, The guy in charge wants it to become digital, so does that mean, according to him, you can't have the paper and and minis version anymore? I mean, why can't, if if it was done properly, not why can't it, it should be, and with the right person in charge, it would be, you know, you've got your, here's your game with your books and your paper and your maps and pencils, God forbid, you know, here's moving towards VTT if you want to do that, and then... Yeah, you want to play a D&D version of, of an MMO? Yeah, you got that too. But what I see happening is they're trying to change the game itself over to all digital with that uh, that tool they came out with, um, you know, the the virtual tabletop that they, right. they teased. And so far I have not seen anything else of. They seem to do a lot of teasing and a lot of promo videos.
0: Well, and that's right yeah, because, you know, they... They cut their teeth on their social media exploitation Mm -hmm. of the emotion. Um, And then, you know, you can get away with that because you're not actually delivering anything. Right. Yeah. you're just, yeah, you're but just, then there's a certain oh, point at which people say about, about things,
1: yeah. And the, but then there's a certain time in which people wake up one morning and they're like, wow, I've seen all these promises from you know, from company A, and it's been a year since they've actually delivered us anything. Fuck them, I'm gonna go play Pathfinder.
0: But I think at the end of the day, you're always going to be able to, to, to voice your opinion with your money. Mm-hmm. And the best way I can ever like help people <sighs> understand how you voice your opinion with your money. Is buy from third party resources. Don't buy from Watsy. Go out to the third party resources that exist and just go do that. Um, watch third party creators, learn from those creators on on how you can create your own games. The re- the sad reality is is that with just the SRD alone, you could play this game for decades. With just of course, the SRD. as long as you have the core rule set, yeah. And the character definition, you're good to rock. You don't need all that fucking, you know, sushi crunchy roll shit that they're trying to sell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Even for today's, the if they had one central monitor, they're going to use to move their tokens, maybe you just have a character sheet and tables. Yeah, I mean, we've, Gary, you're right. We've, I mean, we've, Done every form of virtual tabletop since even before the pandemic started. We were doing remote play six months before the pandemic with 360 degree cameras, you know, everybody in one room on one camera and then, you know, and the remote people on another. Uh, We've done Roll 20. We've done, you know, uh, all aspects. I've done my games with cameras and miniatures. So there's plenty of ways to do it. And I think the problem is. Um, I think the, I think part of the problem is is that they are now dictating how you play the game, rather than giving you content to play.
0: Well, they're they're doing corporate splain is what they're doing, right? They're 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 explaining to you what you should be doing. Yeah, that's my not that's what, what I'm saying. Yeah, not what you want to do. Let me explain right. to you.
1: That's what, you what should be. That's doing. what I'm saying. Yeah. Rather than saying, "Okay, which way do you play?" Well, this game works in all ways. They're saying, you know, you're going to be playing this digitally.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> at least I get to play. Yeah, I can guarantee you a lot of those creators don't get to play.
1: So what? Okay, let's delve into a little bit. So I'm looking at the player's handbook, the latest one that we can still. Take well, I want to.
0: I want to read the first two paragraphs of Playtest Six because I okay. think this is. Yeah, go ahead not even full paragraphs but two general statements excuse me go ahead this playtest document is part of a series of unearthed arcana articles that present material designed for the 2024 version of the player's handbook the material here uses the rules in the 2014 so yes it's by the time that they get something out next year it's going to be 10 years player's handbook Except, where noted, after we conclude the public playtest for the player's handbook, Unearthed Arcana will explore material for the Dungeon Master's Guide and Monster Manual. It's August. <laughs> it's August. Look, I'm working as fast as I can. <laughs> so, what this tells me is... The player's handbook is going to get the bulk of the, the public viewing, and then they'll change like one or two three two things in the other two books, and then re-release them with like some kind of artsy fartsy cover, and say it's a whole brand new book. Yeah, basically. that's been their, that's been their operating, that's been their mantra this well, this whole and time. again
1: and again, I I you know I was, I'm not trying to toot a horn or anything, but. I was afraid something like this was going to happen when they very first said, "Oh, we're coming out with one D&D and it's not going to change the game, it's going to be on top of everything else, but we didn't want to call it version 6e or, you know." And it's and it's been a a fucking disaster mostly because of how they handled it. But it's like there's still I mean the game works, the system is not perfect, we've talked about that, but it is pretty damn good. It's definitely playable. And you know, again, the way I see it is stop trying to fuck with the system and give us, you know, the same shit. And I I don't mean shit, but the same thing in a, you know, in a new pretty bow and telling us that it's something new.
0: Well, um, I also um,
1: embrace the homebrew community that's done all this fucking shit in the, you know, already. And instead, to your point, tweak D&D beyond, you know, get an actual VTT, um, culmin- uh, curate curate the community that is still in my mind that is still the biggest fucking miss they want to they want to monitor okay hold on i actually
0: gotta i gotta put on your rank cam label i do hey sam how are you good to see you um that is still
1: their (laughs) fifa (laughs) that is still their biggest miss yeah. Cultivate and curate your fucking community. You want to charge us out the ass with microtransma- transactions and 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 subscription model models where we'd be happy to do that if you did it right. You know, they could uh, again, th- in my opinion, that is their biggest fucking oversight is they just have not given the community a place to do everything digitally. Okay, D and D Beyond is—I know you hate it. I actually like it for what it is. Well, no, I—but I, they haven't done shit with it for ages, and it's so, missing major core components.
0: I love D and D Beyond for what allows the players to do with it and to, to to like learn the rules from it. And from a player base, like if you're a player, right? If you're building a character and you're a player. D beyond's perfect, especially if you're a newer player. It yes. really is. It, it has a lot of shortcuts, mm-hmm. it makes it a lot easier to learn the rules and it gets you started fairly well, right? It does, yes. But it's crap for the DM and GM. Yes. You know, it, it, it's garbage for us but because after do- after two years, their encounter system is still a beta system
1: nothing they've ever listed on there as alpha or beta has ever changed from that designation.
0: I know it's, it's the most ridiculous thing on top of that. They're catering both what's coming up in 2024 and beyond to a specific demographic market that I know I don't no longer, I don't fit into it. I get that. Um, I don't fit into that demographic market, but they haven't provided an alternative for us. It's like, it's okay that if if you want to make a product that you want to sell and make a profit that's fine that's 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 what capitalism is all about by the way corporations are not capitalist however corporations you, are people too um if you want to bleed society dry of its wealth by putting out the repetitive washing machine garbage that they keep putting out eventually they'll go broke Eventually it'll become a basement dwelling system again. Mm-hmm. Culturally it'll shift and then in another 10 or 20 years somebody will discover it again and it'll become mm-hmm. something else. Um, and it'll, it'll be revived and it'll come back out again, you know.
1: Yeah, and but what D their... Beyond doesn't do to my point is it does nothing for the DM to your point. It does nothing for the player to interact with other people in the community. Okay. Forget about these fucking surveys. If they want to, if they want to gauge the the um, you know the the blood pressure of the community, so to speak, then set up a Discord, set up a a community dashboard where you can you know like again in WoW where you can you can buy and sell and trade shit and you can well, chat and you can mail stuff and blah 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 blah. To be
0: fair, they do have the D and D Beyond forums. Okay. But again, again it's to not to
1: it's point. not integrated well from a user right. experience standpoint. There's and no... also, where's the mapping in the VTT? And I know I just bashed them for coming out with that VTT, but I'm bashing them because they are again, they're not releasing that as an op. You know, in my opinion, they're not saying here's another tool to play. They're saying this is the way you're gonna play. Okay, but again, it's like they've they've just done nothing. You know, Chris Cox. He may come from a digital background. I don't. I don't remember what his actual specific background was, but he has no clue um, in terms of of social media and social and media engineering and that shit. Otherwise, that would be a much bigger uh, priority for them, and they could right. just corner. They could just corner the market. You know, I mean, they could cement what they have if they did that. And and that to me is still, like I said, the biggest head scratcher of all that they're just not, um, they're not capitalizing on that at all. Well, and which says we- to me, which, which says to me that that backs up the idea that they really don't give a fuck about their users. They're
0: well, probably. I mean, I'm, I'm looking. So in the play test document, wherever they, mm-hmm highlighted sections of the document, yeah. those are where the changes are happening, right? Mm-hmm. So you know it it's like but so again
1: all got, these changes are just little homebrew
0: tweaks. Well and that's the thing I don't understand. It's like you should never need to ever make another version of this game if you truly like look at the DD beyond homebrew analytic that you have available to you it's like that's my point you know it's like for years i've been saying with the way that homebrew works now in the digital space you should never need another version of the game well the problem with that is then you can't make money you know repackaging something and convincing people
1: hey but they're still trying to make money doing that and yeah and make money other ways yeah subscription model and and cultivate a, a, a digital community.
0: But I mean, you know, that I mean, requires... they do they,
1: the point that the point <sighs> that they do that to now is here's your D&D Beyond subscription. Right? Yeah. But again, follow the wow model and it's like, oh, here's specific items uh, and shit that you can actually use in your game whether you're using a virtual system or you know, a tabletop. You can trade shit. You can again make like make the act We've talked about this. Adam and I talked, Adam Scott and I talked about this eons ago, two fucking years ago. He had an idea to actually do this, and we talked about starting it up. Um, But, you know, make the act of playing D&D part of playing D&D, right? It's not just your character leveling up. You level up as a player. You know, you become a veteran player. People... You know that you you then uh, become moderator in um, in forums. You uh, you know you can level up as a player, which actually allows you to use things in the game. You know, adventure. Wasn't well, that what
0: they tried to do with Adventure League, right? Yeah, that was Adventures League was fucking stupid as shit. They
1: never did anything with it. It's like yeah. it's like you know, I don't even know what to compare it to because it was dumb. The only thing that accomplished was being able to go into your your favorite local game store on a Friday night and drop into a campaign like, okay, you teleport in from another dimension because this is the first time you're playing and these people play and blah, blah, blah. It was, I did it once. I did an adventures league game once and it was just fucking dumb. Not because of anything, anybody there was doing. Right. It was just pointless. Yeah. So there, you know, again, that's part of it is the adventures league. You, but I, you can, you can gamify the act of playing the game. In addition to actually playing the game does that make sense
0: it does but i think it all boils back to the the main problem that they've suffered from is that they lack leadership exactly and they lack direction exactly. so what we're seeing play out is what that looks like so without leadership without direction you get this weird kind of prolonged conversation yeah and, and you know what me and my son i i took him out for his birthday dinner last night uh, to sushi (laughs) and we were talking about, you know, Pathfinder players. Does he play? You said he turned
1: 21. Does he play?
0: Oh yeah. He's been playing for the last three or four years. Okay. Um, And we were talking about how he's on a discord and he's talking with Pathfinder, uh, two E one E people all the time. And they're having the same conversations we are, but in a more kind of like more of like a vacuum, like they'll claim to hate five E but they don't really know why they hate 5e and, and and that's part of the problem it's like if you really look at the core way that 5e is built it's the closest thing to a universal system that they've uh, gotten to since gurps and so,
1: you know it's interesting you say that because just the other day i asked myself the question why am i so angry at DD? i'm not angry at dnd no. i'm kind of not angry anymore because i i really don't give a fuck anymore So anger is the the wrong word, okay? Let's use that, frustrated. I'm not frustrated with D&D. I'm frustrated with with, with Wizards of the Coast.
0: Well, and I think that frustration. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Druids, fucking hate Druids, always. I, I think the frustration stems from the fact that for generational players like ourselves, we always had an emotional attachment to something whether it be our favorite game store, mm-hmm, yeah. um, our favorite genre of release, the anticipation of a release—like we always had those little, you know, those little connections that kept us in love with the game. Mm-hmm. We're now disconnected. There's nothing there to keep us in love with the game anymore. Yeah. Other than our players, like the, I love my players because we have so much fun playing the game. But part of my personality is like. I want to be 85 years old, you know, at the second half of my life, and sitting in a nursing home and playing D and D with some nursing home friends, you know, and mm-hmm. and have a really amazing, heartfelt discussion about how the game had changed our lives. Mm-hmm. And I and and I don't know if people are having that discussion right now because WotC is just such a emotionless, lack of leadership entity.
1: And that's a very emotionless right there. You hit on it. Um, Just yesterday, we were also talking, uh, because Gary's running a game for us, and I'm currently playing a paladin, which I've never played before. Uh, An undead gnome paladin. Or a vampire. Vampire gnome paladin.
0: A dampier or a vampire? No, dampier. Dampier. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Um, And I like the character. One oversight, it seems like a minor minor thing. Because I'm a gnome, I can't use two-handed weapons. I can't use large weapons.
0: Well, that's because you're fucking two and a half feet tall. Yeah, I know that. <laughs>
1: so, uh, for, for now. Um, but it, it diminishes the Paladin's... Uh, the Paladin is not as exciting as I had hoped. It is very... I don't want to say one-dimensional, but the Paladin has one task, you know? Tank and Divine Smite the fuck out of everything, which is OP is shit, by the way. But... So we were just talking. We always do this. You know, I think we're level six... Or seven, you know, six going on seven It's a seven year itch where we're all like, hmm, should I play a different character? <laughs> and I'm going through, and, and we're all, all of us are like, ah, oh, what about Bard? And we go through the same conversation we always have. It's like, oh, I'll try this. I played. And when, once you start thinking about it, it's like, ah, oh, but that's more of the same. It's more of the same. And I'm just kind of bored with it, you know? Like, normally it used to be, oh, I'm going to create a new character and, and, and be really excited. And it's weird because it's like the first time where I was like, oh, what else could I play? You know, I've never played a bard. I'll do a bard, you know, something. Um, And I was like, eh, it's just more of the same. And I also started thinking because, again, some of the emotion has been sucked out because they've just been dangling these breadcrumbs in front of us. And it also made me realize, so what they are delivering is more content, but it's more mechanical content. It's not more lore. Okay. And I know they just released the giant thing, which is supposedly full of lore. I, I, you know, I don't think that those are exceptional add ons, um, you know, that look into uh, something like that. Um,
0: yeah, there, I don't know.
1: It's, you know, there's no major story that they that they are telling right now to really get people back in emotionally to the game. It's just constant, here's some rule changes, here's some more mechanics, blah, 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 blah. It's the same or is too easy to fall on a play rut? I mean, maybe some of it is a rut, but by starting a new campaign or making new characters or whatever, it was seemed like you could always get out of that rut. Um yeah, I, I know. And it's not it's not what we're doing, Gary. I mean, I'm enjoying that. It's nothing you're doing or we are doing wrong. It's just, to Jason's point, um, it kind of snuck up on me, but it's like, I don't know, the magic from, no pun intended, the magic from D&D seems to be stalled right now.
0: Due to the fact there's nothing to fall in love with. It's like, exactly. I I can remember standing out in front of the the hobby stores and the game stores back in the day. And it was either a Tuesday or a Thursday. And there was always some hope that that there was going to be something cool on the shelf. Yeah. You know, and when you would see that amazing, um, yeah. Uh, when you would see that amazing new thing on the shelf, you're like, oh, I got to read that. I got to, what is that? Ooh, that's a level 15 adventure. Holy crap. They really must've put some thought into that, you know? And it, 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 it you're right. It, there's there's a little bit of going back to where the only reason why Shadowrun is still popular is because of the lore. And it's like right now, I feel like there's been no new lore created. In fact, the only new creation is actually being allowed to slip away, you know. Dragonlance. Well, Dragonlance and Critical Role, right? You had these Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You had all this new stuff coming into reality and rather than cultivate that environment and cultivate that that followership, they've essentially ignored it to the point that they pissed everybody off and now all that is going away. Yeah. And you're stuck with reboots.
1: Yeah. It's it's, it's I think with. it's it's yeah. very much quantity right now rather than quality in my opinion. Um
0: yeah, I'd agree with Ugren on that one, but I wouldn't know any better about that cuz all I do is build shit. <laughs> all I do is build shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still I'm still writing this homebrew campaign cuz it's my idea and I'm I'm passionate about that. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. I wanted I mean I figured we would. Geez, I figured we would talk through some of the, you know, some of the playtest material. But there's not I much even, to talk through. That's the problem. Exactly. <laughs> there's not say a that.
0: whole lot of changes. There's not a whole I know. lot. You know, it's and, just, and, it, yeah. And as a DM or GM, um, yeah, the mythical Thursday campaign.
1: As it'll a, it'll happen. Summer. I've you know I've decided I'm going to stop lying to myself and all of you. I apologize. For all of my lies. I have come to see the light and the error of my ways. This will not happen in the summer because I'm too fucking busy. So let's do a late fall uh dancing. <laughs> let's do a late fall uh or winter thing um for that. Um,
0: but once again I went in there and I read playtest five, I read playtest six. Yeah, I went back over the druid cleric paladin changes, and I'm just like there is nothing to fall in love with. It's it's a reboot. It's a rehash. It's just... it's Like I said, it's all the homebrew shit that people have already done. And like 90% of it's not really that different. They're just going to yeah. repackage it, resell yeah. it, redistribute it. And it's a whole nother reason, you know. And it eventually
1: yeah. will, no matter what they call it, it will be 6E. And then they're just going to make us buy all the books again, which I don't yeah. think people are going to fall for again.
0: No, not this time, especially they, they, not
1: after they, not they, after they, the investment in 5e.
0: Yeah, I, I think the miscalculation here is that 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 the collection bug is swinging more towards the unique other third party content out there. Yeah. Um, the new thing is to find the most obscure third party creator. And focus on that, and and, yeah. I, and I think a lot of people are just kind of realizing that if you just operate with the core system, you don't really need anything else than that. Other than you need a place to play, whether it's remote or a physical space. So I I, I think I think whatever they come out with is going to be a flop. Um, like most people that that enjoy uh, first and second edition, they've never left it because they enjoyed that uh, that crunchy nature of the game. Um, I think everyone who fell in love with 5e mostly fell in love with 5e because of critical role. You can't avoid that specter. That's a reality. Um, And now they're trying to remake something that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Just trying to take all this, repackage it into some new cellophane wrapping and try to make it into something that's never going to be.
1: (laughs) You know what I see happening? (laughs) Not really, but it wouldn't surprise me at some point. They're going to rebrand D D because that's what corporations do when all else fails. They think that a rebrand solves everything.
0: You mean you mean like turning a, a very well branded social media platform into a okay graphic representation now, of a letter? Now you opened me up. Now this is
1: my world in advertising. <laughs> I have a special place in my heart
0: uh, for the letter of, X. I would of imagine of hatred. Right
1: no, of hatred of when companies. You know, they they say, well, we're rebranding and it's going to fix everything. It's going to fix all of our ills, our corporate culture, our right. process, blah, blah, blah. And it's such a fucking load of shit. What Elon, I got to go there. What Elon Musk did with Twitter, and I don't hate the guy. I think he's a fucking lunatic, but I also think that he's a fucking genius. But um, I got to tell you, man, the the holy grail of of branding is when your brand becomes part of the vernacular. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, what'd you Man. do today? I tweeted, and he fucking tossed that out the window. Are yeah. you fucking insane? Of course he's insane. He's a megalomaniac. Oh, my God. was <laughs> the absolute... And he like, switched it can to you a... Imagine, that, imagine Kleenex or Coca-Cola or Q-Tip changing their name completely.
0: Well... To a certain degree, the the brand wars started with Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, right. That was, that was the history of the brand. Yeah, wars. and Coke won because when you go to a restaurant, you say, "Can I have a Coke?" and
1: that means cola. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Uh, Twitter is is a verb, and you and
0: lost- and, and he joke. went with the X for extreme. He went with the X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree with you on that one, Sam. Ain't no lie. <laughs> oh my I mean, god! So dude, anyway, crazy.
1: But anyway, I I could see that you know they tried it with one D and D and and uh, it would not surprise me if six months or nine months or a year from now they said we're we're now we're no, it's no longer D and D it's creatures and catacombs or it's you know or it's <laughs> no they're not it's it's they're the only reason that Watchy's making money
0: course, the only um, reason he's making money is because of that fucking ampersand they're never gonna change that they'd be stupid. That wouldn't even be a stupid thing to do. That would be a blind thing to do.
1: I, that, you wanna, I, I will bet you $1 right now that... No way.
0: No one's that dumb. Okay. You want to bet no a dollar? Yeah, I'll bet you a dollar. i bet you a okay. dollar that they keep the ampersand.
1: Maybe then, then the game will just be the... It'll just be and. Amp- the game formerly known as... As Sprint.
0: ampersand. <laughs> <laughs> it, will, it will be... Well, yeah, MTG is one of those things too. So,
1: well, that's just a fucking money printing machine, and they they. Well,
0: the funny thing is, somebody told me that uh, Facebook owns the letter X. So, supposedly, Facebook what the has fuck built. Do you mean they
1: own the letter X. They. Oh, branded... I didn't tell you on that note. Seriously, yeah. though, I don't mean to interrupt. What? I actually own the, the color green. The stuff. up.
0: So, anyways, Facebook branded and copyrighted X for who knows when you're a corporation with a lot of lawyers you can do whatever the fuck you want mm. doesn't mean you're doing the right thing but you could still do whatever the fuck you want
1: you gotta show intent or use and all that shit that's another <laughs> thing but anyway it wouldn't put it past I wouldn't put it past them to be that dumb if he could yeah, do that with Twitter of all things anybody could be that dumb
0: So I don't know that's a tough one alright well we did it again yep an hour yep talking <laughs> about nothing so i will not be here next week so we're gonna have to take next week off unless you can get yourself a new uh person to sit with you next week
1: uh, i might should... be able to convince oh uh, you know what
0: uh, bearded try to get bearded uh um uh, get the bearded on and talk to him about uh gen con that might be kind of fun ooh, that's a good idea yeah Yay. that'll be fun well, we'll i am it. going to disneyland with my family so we're awesome. We're well, enjoy. taking a day. Uh, Thursday is the best day that works for me. And I just realized I, I need to tell my obscure group that I forgot to let them know.
1: Um, <laughs> are you of, also going to go to
0: Are you also going to go to Knott's Berry Farm? Is that still there? It's still there, but I'm not going. I'm not a big Knott's Berry. Oh, Look, look that's how you know that Brian is in the middle of a void. Wait, of, can you hear me again? Yeah, you're just real super laggy. That's odd. All right. Well, I guess let's let's <laughs> ra- let's wrap up then. So yeah. So next week, hopefully, you can get Bitter Nerd to hang out okay. with you. You guys could go over Gen Con, but uh, I will not be here next Thursday. I will. All right.
1: Be well, I will see if I can get wild. him on, and if not, we'll take a break. Um, if I can get him on or someone else, I'd still like to get Gentleman Game Master Malcolm Trotter on, mm. um, but he's also super busy, or or he hates me now and just doesn't return. No. <laughs> no he's busy as shit i know that for a fact so um but yeah we will uh we'll work on that um talk about gen con we've got some other topics coming up over the next week so i will see you sir then two weeks. Um, sorry you sir you sir in two weeks yep. um and uh we'll let everybody know uh, hopefully tomorrow certainly by monday latest um and where
0: can we Thursday find you brian
1: uh, as always, you can find me at RPG and Co. on the Instagrams. Uh, that is the best place to reach me. You can always DM me. Um, send me your info for free shit, you guys, in chat. <laughs> or send it to Jason and he'll get it to me. Yeah, uh, and it. definitely check out the website at playrpgandco.com for um, all kinds of uh, cool apparel and stickers with mind designs on it. And also... A lot of cool digital content, some from me, some from Brian Gomez, the Beard Nerd, and a a lot of it uh, from Jason. Um, so uh, visit and check it out because it's some good stuff.
0: You can find me over at the Twitch channels uh, TTRPG, TTRPG Academy, right there. Um, head over there. All my abouts and my socials are there. Uh, come jump in our Discord. We're always talking shit about stuff. It's it's fun. So yeah, cool. TPK. Uh, TPK, tell a story. Play a game. And
1: be kind. Yep. Th- thank you guys for joining us. Bye, Have a good one.